Only the fact that I eventually tripped, sat down in the road and so acted as a drag anchor on our dear little donkey prevented my being towed up the hill like a kite. You all right? inquired Charles, passing me at the double to retrieve the cause of it all. I left him to put Annabel into her field. I left him to accept the casual thank you of the imperturbable Miss Robart. Imperturbable or not, Charles said even she looked slightly stunned as she went past. I, with as much dignity as I could muster, hobbled into the cottage to nurse my anguished thumb, which felt about two feet long, and ponder why on earth we kept a donkey when we had two Siamese cats. It is a matter of circumstances, of course. There are times when I wonder why we keep Siamese cats. But at the moment, Seely, safely in custody for once, instead of playing hooky in the woods with our wondering where on earth to look for him first, was sitting on a table, closing his eyes at me with such an air of concern as to indicate that he was my only friend in the world, and by gosh he knew how it hurt. He did at that. Only a few weeks previously, Annabel had gummed up his thumbs too. On that occasion, galloping around the lawn to show off to some passers-by, she had put one of her feet down the clock golf hole, trod on the metal lining, and by dint of the fact that she weighed galloping about half a ton, had turned down the edge of it like a razor. This we deduced following the horrifying discovery one morning that Celie now had completely flat thumb pads. We'd practically had the crime squad on the job till we remembered his addiction to lying on his stomach, fishing the ball out of the clock golf hole with his paws. And sure enough, there, when Charles went out to look, was a set of familiar gallop prints going right across the hole and a sharp metal edge inside. My, that must have hurt, I said, examining the poor little sawn-off pads. They were healing now. It must have been a couple of days since he'd done it. But they were still pretty red and sore-looking. Like Solomon, who'd once been distinguishable as the only cat in the district with a forked tongue, as a result of howling at his opponent in a cat fight and inadvertently biting through it, Celie would now be distinguishable as the only cat around with flat-topped thumbs. He'd squeezed his eyes at me on that occasion, too. Hardly even noticed it, he said. All Siamese have their idiosyncrasies, and though Celie was so much like Solomon that many of their habits were identical, this business of meaningful eye-closing was entirely Celie's own. It conveyed wisdom, innocence, apology, affection, whichever he meant it to do at that moment. Tight-squeezed eyes when I was nursing my thumb meant sympathy. Tight-squeezed eyes when I was demanding who'd made all those footmarks on the refrigerator meant he just couldn't think it must have been Sheba, though Sheba was far too frail these days to do any climbing, and there was only one cat around who made footprints two inches across. Tight-squeezed eyes when a visitor spoke to him meant he was very pleased to meet them, and ensured, seeing that it produced a more oriental expression than ever, that they remarked how striking he was. He was, indeed. His mask was the darkest seal imaginable, his eyes the most vivid slanting blue. He was huge and broad-shouldered, a king among cats. Only, which sometimes produced a more striking effect than ever, he still thought he was a kitten. He still couldn't open the hall door, for instance. He expected Sheba to open it for him. And while in his young days it had been an endearing sight to see her pushing practicedly through with a fat little kitten hard on her heels, it looked odd, to say the least. To see her still fraily doing it at sixteen, while a positive young Hercules of a cat waited to jump over her head as soon as she'd made a gap.
He still used his baby voice, too. True, he could roar like a buffalo when he wanted to, when we wouldn't let him out, for instance, or when there was fish for supper and he was wailing about how he loathed it. But normally he went round conversing in little hoos and brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr